Hello, everybody. Welcome your asses back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. We got a lot to talk about. We got the locks of the week. We got the guest picker. We got my top 10 after week four, and we got the recap of my week four bets, early week five best bets. We got a lot to talk about. I'm going to try to fly through this for you guys so I don't keep you for too long, but let's just start it off with the locks of the week. First up, we got Tate. He went 2-1. and one. He started off with Oklahoma minus 14.5 at Cincinnati. That was a loss. Oklahoma wins by 14. Unfortunate loss, but 20-6 to six final, so he'll take an L. Then he had Washington minus 20.5 at home against Cal. That was a W. Easy W. Washington destroyed him. Washington, damn good team. Then, we, then he had Florida State minus 2.5 at Clemson. Also a win. Wasn't looking good, but Florida State pulled out that win uh, in overtime, 31-24. That strip sack, if they didn't have that strip sack, Clemson probably would have won that game. But Florida State minus 2.5 is a win. So Tate went 2-1, now 9-3 on the season. Then we have Ryder. He went 2-1 as well. He started off with TCU minus 6.5 at home against SMU. That was a win. They won that one pretty easily. Then he had Colorado at Oregon over 70 and a half. That was a loss. Colorado's offense just was not very good. Their offensive line is horrible. Oregon did whatever they wanted. Oregon did their job. Colorado scored six points. So over 70 and a half is not going to hit when they score six points. Then he had South Carolina minus six at home against Mississippi State. South Carolina won this one 37 to 30. So that was a win. Ryder is now eight and four on the season. Blake, he went 3-0 this week. He had Washington minus 20.5. That was a win. Then he had Oregon minus 20.5 at home against Colorado. That was a win easily. Then he also had South Carolina minus 6 at home against Mississippi State. Easy win. Uh, Blake 3-0, now tied for second at 8-4 on the season. Then we got Healy. He went 0-2-1 this week. He had Georgia State at Coastal over 62.5. That was a loss. Then he had Colorado plus 20.5 at Oregon. I don't know why he bet this. Healy, I love you, kid. But what the hell were you thinking, man? Like, you've been hating on Colorado this whole season. Then you just you bet them against the best team they play? Like, come on now. Then he had Notre Dame plus 3 versus Ohio State. That was a push. So 0-2-1. Moves his record to 6-5-1 on the season. Then we got CJ. CJ went 2 and 1, back to back 2 and 1 weeks for CJ. He started off with Wisconsin minus 5 and a half at Purdue. That was a win. Then he had Boston College plus 13 and a half at Louisville. Louisville destroyed them. It, their Boston College defense was horrendous. Um so that was a loss. And then he had Oregon minus 20 and a half versus Colorado. That was a win easily. Then we got myself. Oh, that moves CJ to five and seven on the week. I apologize. Five and seven on the season um, for CJ. Then we have myself. I went one and two on the week. I had the over in the Colorado Oregon game over seventy and a half. That was a loss by a mile. Thank you very much, Colorado. I think it has something to do with Oregon's defense, which is really damn good. Um, but that was a loss. Then Washington minus twenty and a half at home against Cal. I loved this play. I. Put, I put it out on Monday. Uh, this was an easy win. Then I also had Georgia State at Coastal over 62.5. That was a loss. It just 
Coastal just couldn't score points. Georgia State did their job. Coastal couldn't do shit on offense. So just an unfortunate loss. So that moves me to four and eight on the season. The updated standings: we got Tate at nine and three, Ryder at eight and four, Blake at eight and four, Healy in fourth at six five and one, CJ in fifth by himself at five and seven, and myself in last at four and eight. You guys just got to start fading my uh, my locks because um, it's not looking good for me. But I'll bounce back. I'll bounce back. I'm not too worried about it yet. I mean, I kind of suck massive dong right now at gambling on college football, but I'll bounce back. I'm not too worried about it. I'll be okay. And moving on, we're going to talk about the guest picker. Uh, you know, my girlfriend, Lainey. She, she did her thing. Um, I said she was an expert. She didn't pick like an expert, but that happens. You know, it's whatever. She started off with Clemson plus two and a half. That was a loss. Then she had Oklahoma minus 14 and a half. That was a loss. Unfortunate loss. I mean, they score one more point. That covers. Then she had Oregon minus 20 and a half. Win. Ole Miss plus six and a half. Loss. Utah minus six. Win. They won by seven. Washington State plus two and a half. That was a win. They won outright 38-35. Ohio State minus three, push. They won 17-14. And then Purdue plus five and a half. That was a loss. They lost by 21. Texas A&M minus eight. That was a win. Uh, they they won 27-10. to 10. Then she had Iowa plus 14 and a half. Lost 31 nothing. She did pick Penn State first until I said something about her supporting uh, child pedophiles, basically. Um, and she changed her pick. So I guess if we want to give it to her, she went 5-4-1. and one. Uh, you guys let me know what you think. I have her down in the standings at 4, 5, and 1, but if you guys think we should switch it around and give her 5, 4, and 1, we will. Uh, won't change much. She'll still be in dead last. But, um, yeah. So Noah is in first at 8 and 2. Tate is 5 and 5 in second. And Laney, 4, 5, and 1 in third. Now we're going to talk about my top 10 um, after week 4. Mine is just completely different. I wouldn't say completely different. It's pretty different from the AP top 10. I just think preseason rankings are fucking ridiculous. Um, if it weren't for preseason rankings, Georgia would not be the number one team. They do not deserve to be the number one team. They have looked nowhere near the number one team. Um, they do not deserve to be number one, like I said five times now. But my number one team in the country right now, I have the Washington Huskies at 4-0. and Ranked first in the country. I think they're pulling a 2019 LSU and just nobody has noticed it yet. Washington's got the best offense in the country by a long shot. Michael Penix Jr. is the best quarterback in the country by a long shot. College quarterback is what I should say. Caleb Williams will be better than him in the pros. So will other quarterbacks. But Michael Penix Jr., is the number one quarterback in the country. He deserves the Heisman as of right now. So give me Washington at number one. Then I have Ohio State at number two. I mean, they got the best win in probably the country right now um, against uh, Notre Dame. They, they really do. So I just I have to have them at number two. So give me Ohio State at number two. Then I have Texas at number three. You see, if Alabama didn't win against Ole Miss, I wouldn't have Texas at number three, but they did. Alabama, I don't think, is that bad of a team. Texas went in to Alabama and won. You got to put them at number three right now. So Texas at number three. 
Then I have Penn State at number four. Um, I just think Penn State's defense is one of the best in the country. Their offense is playing really well. Drew Aller is playing like a stud quarterback. Um, I said in my preseason prediction about them that he needed to play like a stud quarterback for Penn State to be good this year. He is. So Penn State at number four. Then I have Florida State at number five. Florida State's got a really good win against LSU. That win's looking better and better every week with LSU playing better. Uh, big win at Clemson. Like I know Clemson's having a down year, but going into Death Valley and coming out with a win is another massive win. They got two, uh, two massive wins through four weeks. So give me Florida State at number five. Then I have Michigan at number six. Their defense just looks like normal Michigan defense. Their offense is questionable. They really weren't playing well against Rutgers uh, until they had a pick six. I think it was a pick six. It was either a pick six or a fumble return for a touchdown. I can't quite remember. But, you know, you just with Michigan's defense, you got to put them at number six. They've looked better than Georgia. So give me Michigan at number six. Then I have Georgia at number seven. Do I truly think Georgia's the seventh best team in the country? No, I think they're better than this. But with how the season's gone on so far, they just don't deserve a top four ranking, in my opinion. So I'm going to put Georgia at number seven. They're, I'm sure they'll turn it around. They, they're starting to look a little better. Their defense is still a little questionable at times. Their offense is a second-half team. They need to put it together for four quarters for them to probably win a national championship this year. I think they can. So I have them at number seven right now. Then I have Oregon at number eight. I mean, Oregon's offense is just one of the best in the country. Uh it's close second to Washington, I think, honestly. Um, it That game next week, uh, Oregon at Washington, is going to be one of the best games. Probably going to be the game of the year, honestly. Um, Oregon's offense looks great. Their defense looked outstanding against Colorado. I think that might have had a little something to do with Colorado's offensive line just not being good whatsoever. But, you know, Oregon's defense still made plays. And so I got to put them at number eight. Nine. I got USC at 4-0. Their offense, again, looks really good. Kayla Williams, stud. Their defense, though, a little questionable. Uh, I'll get into something about their defense here in a little bit for one of my early week five best bets. But at number nine, I have USC. And then at number 10, I have to put Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame, I still think they're really good. Sam Hartman is a stud quarterback. They have a big game this week at Duke. Uh, they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Notre Dame could still end this season like 10-2 and two or 11-1. and one. I really do. Their defense is that good. Their offense is that good. Uh, I think the low-scoring game wasn't a testament to both offenses being bad against Ohio State. I think it was more that both defenses are just that good. Um, so I'm going to have Notre Dame at number 10 to round out my top 10. Close... A close number 11 is Utah, but I have Notre Dame ahead of Utah. So my to recap it, I got Washington at 1, Ohio State at 2, Texas at 3, Penn State at 4, Florida State at 5, Michigan at 6, Georgia at 7, Oregon at 8, USC at 9, and Notre Dame at 10. And then let's recap my week 4 best bets. Um, I went 9, 11, and 2. It's very depressing because I started 8-1-1, one, and one, so very depressing uh, record. It brings me to 27-28-2. I took my locks record out of this because you guys got my locks record um, 
in all the other segments. Uh, it's separate. So, I mean, technically I could be 31, 36 and two or something like that. But this brings me to 27, 28 and two on the season for these, uh, for all my bets. Let's just go over every single one real fast. I'm going to fly through it. I had Oregon State minus two and a half loss. Middle Tennessee State minus two and a half loss. Uh, South Alabama minus 15 and a half loss. Horrible. They lost outright to Central Michigan. Fucking ridiculous. South Alabama, no longer a fan. Ryder, if you listen to this, ask your fucking friend what he was doing at linebacker, like what their defensive plan was. They gave up 34 to Central Michigan. Ridiculously bad. So South Alabama minus 15 and a half was a loss. Duke minus 21 win. Troy minus three and a half loss. Depressing loss. They won by three. So a sad loss. App State at Wyoming over 44 loss. This one missed by two points. Whatever. Nevada at Texas State under 59. This one was a push. Maryland minus five and a half at Michigan State was a win. Pitt plus seven and a half uh, at home against North Carolina loss. Kent State plus 28 loss. Alabama minus six and a half win. Air Force at San Jose State over 44 and a half win. USC at Arizona State over 62 win. Wisconsin at Purdue over 54 win. West Virginia plus six win. Rutgers plus 24 push. TCU minus six and a half win. Tulsa plus four win. And then Baylor plus 17 loss. UCF plus four and a half loss. Wake Forest minus four loss. And USC minus 34 loss. So I was 8-1-1 one, and one to start, and my night games did not go well, to say the least. So, like I said, week four, I went 9-11-2 in these picks. Uh, forget my locks for these. Just uh, This is what I'm going off on my record. My locks record is separate from these bets. So, on the season, I am now 27-28-2 in these bets, 4-8 and eight on locks. And then, let's get into my... Early week five best bets is the last little segment here. Um, we're going to start off with Nebraska plus 18 and a half at home against Michigan. Um, like I said, I don't think Michigan's offense is all that good. I think Nebraska is going to, like, I think Nebraska's defense isn't all that bad. I really don't. I think they're going to be able to make plays against Michigan. Don't see them winning whatsoever. But, I mean, it, if they lose by 18, I hit this. Like, give me Nebraska plus 18 and a half. Then I have San Diego State plus 10.5 at Air Force. I think Air Force's uh, undefeated run is going to come to an end. Uh, I think San Diego State can win this game outright. So San Diego State plus 10.5. Then I have Washington minus 17.5 at Arizona. I know this is a look-ahead game for Washington as they got Oregon next week, but it's a conference game. And I think Washington just goes out there, and I think they just stomp on Arizona's throat, win this game destroy them early and can win this game by about four touchdowns or so. So Washington minus 17 and a half. Then I have Fresno State minus 22 and a half at home against Nevada. I bet against Fresno State for the first time this year last week. I lost. I had Kent State. Um, Nevada's not a good team. They're one of the worst teams in the Mountain West. I think Fresno State can cover 22 and a half. Then I have, the, I, it pains me to do this. It pains me to do this. But I'm going to do it anyways. Give me Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. I talked it over with my two Iowa State friends. Well, two of my Iowa State friends. Um, they think Iowa State covers this game. 
Iowa State, I'm going to have to agree. Iowa State's got probably the best defense in the Big 12. They're, they have a better defense than anybody that Oklahoma has played so far, including Cincinnati. I know this is a home game for Oklahoma, but I just don't see Iowa State letting Oklahoma run up the score on them. That being said, I really need Iowa State to score some points here, though, because even I think if they score a touchdown, they cover. Simple as that. So just don't get shut out. Please, Iowa State. So Iowa State plus 21. And last but not least, I said I would get into USC's defense uh, in a little bit. This is what it is. I have USC at Colorado over 71.5. This is a lot of points. But Colorado is not playing Oregon this week. They get them at home. They get USC at home. And USC's defense is nowhere near as good as Oregon's. Nowhere near. They just gave up 28 points against Arizona State, a bad Arizona State team last week. They're going to Colorado. Their defensive line is not going to get as much pressure on Shadur Sanders like Oregon did. I think Colorado can score some points here. I think this is going to be more of a shootout. Um, I think USC can score 50-some points on Colorado's defense. And I think Colorado can score 30-some on USC's defense. I really do. So I'm going to go with USC at Colorado over 71.5. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Sniffing Lines. Um, Again, appreciate you guys listening. The episodes come out on Monday nights and Thursday nights now. Um, Just gives us more time to make picks uh, instead of rushing out our locks on Wednesday. So... Mondays and Thursdays for the episodes. Uh, like I said, follow me on Twitter for all my plays. It's at Sniffin' Lines Pod. Um, if you guys don't follow me, you wouldn't be able to fade all my picks. If you guys would have just went off the picks I gave on the pod, I would have went uh, positive um, this week, and you guys would have lost money if you're fading me. So follow my Twitter account at Sniffin' Lines Pod if you guys want to win money either one way or another. Uh, but I'm just warning you guys, I'd stop fading me because I'm going to get hot. Again, thank you guys for listening. This was your boy Hunter. Peace.